Lego Bites podcast. Woo! I'm your host, Simone. And I'm your host, Karina. We're yeah, co-hosts. We're, we're co-hosts. Yeah. And we are going to discuss the movie Dope today. Yep. It's a 2015 movie. Would you like to explain the plot? Oh, well, okay, okay. So basically, this dude, Malcolm, he wants to go to Harvard. School advisor doesn't believe in him. Yeah, like, he's like, he's like, you have too much ambitions. You're kind of like a dumbass. That's kind of, that's kind of a lame school counselor. Little lame alert. We should add some like. You're like the guy. The guy? At all the. No way, the guy at all the school. Oh, like. Oh, oh, yeah. That's so funny. Sound bites of like random movies. What if he finds this podcast? That'd be so funny. I don't know what his name is, but he's like. Okay, but we can't. We can't like dox him. Like, let's. No, it makes it very interesting. Like, let's call. Let's call him. Sandy. <laughs> well, I don't know his name anyway, so it doesn't okay, matter. Yeah. But he he makes he, Sa- like, Sandy every makes every time there's like a like a goal or like uh, I don't know volleyball terms. <laughs> you were on the volleyball team, okay? But uh, he plays all these sound bites from random movies during goals. Or- That's a baller move. But anyway, anyways, as I was saying, like everybody's dunking on him, whatever. He's also like a genius. Yeah, one day he's taking a different route, and like this drug dealer Dom, he like was like, "Yo, talk to this girl for me." And then one thing leads to another party. Oh no, there's a shootout. Now there's cocaine in his bag. <laughs> yeah, so no, <laughs> no, not cocaine. My bad, Molly. Molly. Yeah, sorry. We don't. Yeah, of course. We're, we're a couple of suburban girls, so drugs aren't exactly our expertise. It was. Uh, it's called. What was it called? Um. Okay. Um, let me look it up. I know it was in Inglewood, California. Yeah, but there was a name they used. Um, the bottoms. The bottoms. The yeah. Bottoms. The, their their town. Their area is called referred to as the bottoms. Yeah. And basically, throughout the movie, we follow Malcolm on his journey as he like. Almost not gets corrupted, but gets further into like selling, you know, Molly and stuff. And we see the misadventures. Yeah. And then. Uh, so if you don't want to be spoiled, go watch the movie first. Yeah. And then, but like from this point on, there's probably going to be spoilers. Yeah. Hey guys, it's your host, Karina, to read you a synopsis of Dope because we forgot that you might not know the plot. So basically, there's this dude, Malcolm. He's kind of a dork, kind of a loser, loves the 70s, whatever. And like, he kind of like goes to a party and like there's a shootout and he gets Molly in his bag and he's like, oh no. And basically, it's okay though because this dude calls him and he's like okay just put like the bag in a car like a specific car i forgot the car but it's a car and everything will be fine and then you'll move on with your life and he's like okay but then like the dude another dude calls him from prison and he's like nah 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 don't do that he's like he's gonna be like a snitch or whatever and he's gonna like shoot you and like once he gives the drugs not good not good at all so like he doesn't he doesn't give him the drugs and then like basically he like starts selling the drugs and then he like goes to like he goes through all these things and all that stuff and this whole time he just wants to go to harvard man and but turns out that like dude that's supposed to be interviewing him for harvard is actually a drug runner so he's like further in the game and then eventually he gets so good at the drug game that like 
he like has the upper hand on the interviewer and he uses that to like get him into harvard and then like he also like stands up to all his bullies that previously bullied him and basically it's the story of triumph except it's like kind of like iffy because he turned from like a good kid to like selling drugs and threatening people and almost shooting his bullies and all that stuff and it's like oh is that really that good and like also yeah yeah that's any any anything else to add simone she's been on the floor um yeah come on come over here simone so (laughs) the the reason he has to sell the drugs is because uh, his interviewer, like, basically, like, threatens him with that. Oh, and true. And by the end, when he goes back to the interviewer, who is also a drug runner, he traps him by, like, uh, he says all the money and all the um, uh, drugs are tied back to you, <laughs> so your empire is going to fall and that sucks for you, so get me into Harvard. Basically. Oh, also pretty much, like, one of the most important parts is that they're all like black and people of color and that's like basically a huge part because they're stuck in like because they like are treated worse and they're put in worse situations because of their race and that's kind of a main theme in the movie so that's about it crew so at the end of the movie (laughs) yeah uh, okay so to be clear i i think i enjoyed i think i liked the end of the movie i i think it was a good ending it made, me you, feel, it made me feel a little icky. For context, the ending, he, like, gets fully into the, like, you know, he sells the molly and everything, and he uses it as leverage with his school advisor to get into Harvard, which he always deserved to get in, but he was always overlooked. But the, like, method of it, it makes me feel icky, especially because... His, like, essay was about, like, people always assume, you know, like, because people are racist that they think he's selling Molly on the streets and he's actually a good student. And I was like, yeah, and I was like, yeah, racism is real, but you're actually selling Molly, like, dude. Yeah, um, I, for me, I feel like the movie itself was, like, a bunch of different movies wrapped into one, like, at the very end, it's very, like, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie, the show Leverage, but where, like, they, like, it looks like they're all going to, like, everything's going to hell, and then at the oh. very end, they flip it on you, and they're like, I've known all along, I'm two steps ahead of you, you know those movies? Where like the Nikocado very- Avocado. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have, you ever yes. seen, have you ever seen that video? Two steps ahead. I am always... Two steps ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should like insert clips if we're ambitious. Like you know, like we can insert him saying like I'm two steps ahead of you <laughs> and then we can be like that's our boy, Nikocado of a Okay, um so I, it, the whole movie seemed a little messy to me, but I don't know, maybe you said it was, like, supposed to be like that. I, yeah, I thought it was kind of, like, a decision because, like, I don't know, he never meant to start selling Molly and a lot of things. He just kind of rolled with the punches and everything was going everywhere, all, everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> and I, it kind of makes sense because I feel like I was as confused as he was throughout the film, which yeah. makes sense. Um, like, at the start of the, I, because hmm. for me, movies, usually, they, you know, they follow a certain thing, or the exposition, and then you mm-hmm. get to the main part, but it felt like there was, like, two or three main parts. There was the part where he was, like, 
he got the drugs and stuff, and then mm -hmm. he was, like, trying... He went on this, like, whole, like, scavenger hunt, basically, of yeah. who to give the drugs to to get rid of them, how to do it. And then, like, it transformed, like, halfway through into... Oh, now we're like um, a cartel or something. Yeah. <laughs> they were like packaging the drugs in their classrooms and like selling them online, and it was a, it was, I don't know, it was a, it was a very big shift. Yeah, from... I feel like the movie did a really good job of making it from his perspective. Like at the ending, it was kind of played off as, oh, he's cool. This is the path he was supposed to take, and I don't think that was the moral of the story, but I think that was his perspective. Like, look, these people respect me now. It's better for the and like during the time where he's confused the audience is confused and during the moments of triumph like the cool music plays even if we're like sitting there questioning should we be like rooting for this and I think it was like really it really made you empathize with the main character Malcolm so I think yeah the directors did a really good job on that yeah there was that moment where he was like oh yeah I've planned this all out I am always two steps ahead yeah. where there was a very big tonal shift yeah and i think i was kind of all for it like yeah i i liked his his scene where he was talking to the camera in very different like angles and all yeah. that stuff where he was like i i am the strong one here people are underestimating yeah. me but they shouldn't i'm like powerful and you guys <laughs> i just dropped the mic continue um but yeah, he was like, I, I'm a badass, you guys should respect me. And I was all for it. No, I think it didn't sit well with me because, like, in becoming, like, a cool person, he kind of left himself behind, like, all his passions. Like, I think it was really well exemplified with his college application letter at the start of the movie. It was about something he was really passionate about, like, the 90s music. And it's something, like, throughout the film, he and his friends love 90s music. And, like exemplify not exemplify but really like the 90s and yeah they, I, at they, the end they change it up like they become more modern they change their clothing and yeah he, he cuts his hair from the 90s the, the yeah the, the the will smith hair he, he cuts it off yeah and i think like although it was played off to be really cool like oh he's maturing it's a coming of age film i think it just kind of like he got lost in the sauce mm -hmm. like and it wasn't cool he just like it just he thinks it's cool on the inside, and he changes his college letter application to be like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm a good student, perfect SAT scores, I deserve to go to Harvard, which is true, but then he was like, there's an, there's this other student, like, he, you know, he's selling Molly, he's in the drug game, whatever, and, like, it was about, like, a commentary on, like, racism, which is, like, very valid and true, but... He was, he was both students, and, like, I, I was confused, and I was... Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I think I think you're right about that. The uh, the, the thing, um, the main problem I had with the movie wasn't the the that part. I mean, it what it did seem a little bit like. I don't think it's a problem with me. I think that's what like they intended, like, cause it was it's like a it was kind of a nuanced plot, you know, like, he didn't mean to get into it, but he needed to in order to be recognized and achieve his dreams, and, like, in order to go places, he needed to, like, break the law, which was really stupid, but it was true and necessary, and I think that was kind of, like, you're supposed to feel the mix of the feelings at the end because he deserved to go to Harvard, but the only way people were to recognize him was if he, like, 
you know, played to the stereotypes yeah. or whatever. I think the I think the thing was he was breaking out of his like barriers that he mm-hmm. had built for himself and that the world had built for him mm-hmm. because everyone like assumed <laughs> that, was, that was Simone's phone. Everyone just assumed that he was like he wasn't like I don't know like worthy or anything mm-hmm. because he had no comp. He didn't. He wasn't really sh- strong because as you like at the start of the movie, uh, he was pretty um, like he was getting beat up by bullies and mm-hmm. yeah. people were taking his shoes. And by yeah. the end, he his bullies like respected him, which plays into another the idea like another idea that um, I saw was like there was a lot of um, like different aspects of the movie that felt like they were from like other movies like there was the whole like romance aspect that was like kind of in the background oh that that was kind of weird yeah that was weird (laughs) and then the bully aspect where he was Mm -hmm. like going up to his bullies which i actually like that part because um yeah i don't know it just felt right i feel like to me the like theme and commentary of the story was how people like of minority groups are feel like they're forced to play into those like minorities instead of being proud of their own accomplishments like at the start when he wrote an essay about something he really loved the advisor was like oh write something about how you're a poor kid in a bad neighborhood with no father and stuff like that's what the people really want that's the only way you're gonna get in and throughout the story he's forced to kind of play that role and he's forced to like get into that role and confronting his bullies there's this like really good scene where his bullies are trying to like steal a shoe that they stole one of his shoes earlier throughout the movie and he's they're trying to shoot steal the last shoe and they're you know like they take his bag which is full of money from the drug deals and all that stuff and he pulls out a gun and he's like shaking and pointing it at him and i think that was like kind of the point of no return and the point of like where like he's truly yeah. yeah but he's like truly playing this role that he's been forced into like with the whole movie and plot because like he he was forced to he was pushed to this point where and he can either like be stepped all over or play the role that people see him as and it's kind of like yeah that's what i took from him yeah i think i didn't really pick up on that but now that you say it i i I totally agree with you that was a turning point for him because it was obviously like very a very big deal Mm because he he's a pretty like uh, yeah, he's not like a, a violent person. Yeah, it's not and him. He was like, I, he looked really serious about the gun. Like he was, because mm-hmm. he, I don't know, he put a lot of time and effort into this. Like, yeah, and yeah, so he was. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the movie yeah was about erasing who he was in order to like, in like in order to get anywhere in life, he had to play the stereotypical role that was like handed to him. Which I I thought like I didn't really think of it prior to recording this, but. I think the movie did a really good job of that because and that's what I think why I had such mixed emotions at the end because I was like well he became everything that he wasn't and like to get what he wanted and to get what he deserved arguably from the start and that just didn't sit right with me and I think that's like good on the directors to make me feel that way like I thought I thought, they, I thought it was a pretty good movie yeah it was also very beautiful like yeah. it was very like the colors were very saturated it made it feel like I don't know it was good there were mm-hmm. very there were a few like shots where I was like damn that's good yeah like the palm they're the pa- writing yeah, they're writing through palm trees is very aesthetic and like the scene where he had the gun that was I think that was very well shot yeah I think it was too yeah and um. I I still I can't get over how like me, like it just it's it didn't 
I was very confused until like three-fourths of the movie through like the very end I like the ending but <laughs> the majority of the movie I was like what am I watching here it was very like choppy it was very like a lot of things were happening yeah and it, it had hints of like you kind of had the idea of like breaking bad like, they were, like <laughs> making, making <laughs> drugs in their school uh, I'm, then, a, I'm a resident breaking ba bad fan yeah. i don't see it as much but i know what you're talking about as as somebody who has seen breaking bad and better call Saul, still yeah. still not el camino i have not heard good things about it i've heard it's like okay but i don't want to like watch it and be done with everything because it'll make me sad it's it, a good show it comes back in waves like every couple of years the internet goes crazy about yeah. Breaking Bad, and then just goes away, and I'm like, I, I don't really care enough it's a, to be part of that. I mean, it's a good show, but the community is horrible, because a lot of people, like, it's a, I feel like Breaking Bad at its heart is about, like, the perils of toxic masculinity and how, like, pride led to this and how it, like, destroys everybody, yeah, but, like, it attracts <laughs> bad people. Yeah, like, for one of the main examples is, like, Skylar White, everybody hates her, but if you, like, if you look at it objectively, sure, she can be a little, like, she's annoying sometimes, but Walter is literally the villain, like. Yeah, he's definitely an anti-hero. Yeah, and people hate on Skylar, and, like, freaking bad spoilers, but, like, during, like some of the final episodes during a knife fight like you i don't know like walter jr takes the side of skylar and it just kind of it it makes me wonder like how people can still take walter's side after that because the scene is really beautifully like well shot and all that stuff and it really shows that walter is really the villain but like people are like i hate skylar Women suck. <laughs> and I'm like, bro. Women moment. <laughs> women moment. It's okay, guys. We're both women. <laughs> but back to the movie. <laughs> yeah, okay, about. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it had hints of. I, I think it had hints of. Um, of Breaking Bad and like a rom com mm. story they were like pulling in there a little yeah. bit with the girl. And then. It made me uncomfortable. <laughs> then I, yeah, I was thinking. Like, while they were selling drugs, they could just bring in 21 Jump Street and have the guys breaking down the, the drugs. <laughs> I've never actually watched 21 Jump Street. Well, so. there's a show with Johnny Depp. I've never mm -hmm. watched the show. Um, yeah. It was in the 90s, I think. It's it's pretty long. I always see it on TV. Mm -hmm. um, but I watched the two movies. There's 21 Jump Street um, and 22 Jump Street. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah, and they just move across the street, I think. <laughs> what? <laughs> 21 Jump Street. This is the place where they're located. Oh, so they I thought move I across the street. I thought that was just the whole movie where they're like just moving across the street and no, that's the plot. I was the like, the movie oh. is like um the these two um I don't even I don't even know what they are but they're like part of a drug like they're trying to get rid of drugs so they put mm -hmm. these two like guys like police officers mm -hmm. into a high school because they definitely look like high schoolers for sure yeah guys yeah yeah and then they just get rid of the drugs and send some people to jail and stuff oh. and then in another one they go to college in the second one. yeah uh it probably it definitely plays off of the 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 show i've never seen it yeah i assume it's the same concept um uh, but yeah, I feel like that would have been. It's a, they could just bring Twenty One Jump Street in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. It was. It was a little bit of everything. 
Uh, yeah, to me, I thought it was a good portrayal, but keep in mind that I live in a fairly safe neighborhood. I'm like, you know, I, like I'm very privileged to where I get to live, so I've I've never seen like drug deals. Like the worst I've seen are like some needles on the street. Like nah, I haven't been at risk just walking through my neighborhood. Or like a major part of the film is at the start, they can't even like bike through their neighborhood without like being afraid of getting shot which like no, I don't know they, they were saying that. that kids were stealing their bikes no no but like on a bad day they could get shot you know oh yeah at the at the store yeah 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 at the start of the movie yeah yeah so like I don't I don't know if like this is realistic or whatever but from a movie standpoint I enjoyed it yeah I did too um it was it left me confused in the middle, but mm-hmm. I think at the end I was rooting for him. Anyway. Is there any other thoughts you have on the movie? Oh, I liked the soundtrack. I thought oh, the, soundtrack yeah, the soundtrack was good. Was very nice. I really liked the Yeah, it was like really good yeah. hip hop. Like I don't know if it, I've never heard most of those songs. Honestly, but, I listened to that yeah, in my free time. And of course like the the main characters love like nineties hip hop, mm-hmm. so it was nineties hip hop. And nineties hip hop is great. Yeah, it's really good. I also thought, like, the, the song at the end with, oh, like... Oh, that was good. Yeah, 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 that was a really good song. I thought it was, like, a baller song. I did. I really enjoyed where he broke the fourth wall and just talked to it. I don't know. It had I, the music. He was all powerful. He oh, was, I guess I thought it was, like, a video for the admissions, like, office, but... No, no, it was... Yeah. It was breaking the fourth wall, yeah. yeah. I think it was great. Yeah, and I think that ending scene also kind of further, like went to serve the theme of, like, this is who you see me as, and, like, so I became that, you know, like, kind of, like, there was no other option, like, because you wouldn't recognize me for student A, so I had to, like, also become student B, but, like, he's still student A. And, like, the whole, like, symbolism of cutting off his hair, Mm -hmm. he was, like, growing up, that was pretty obvious. But I don't think, like, it was a good thing, like, I feel like... Often in movies, they're like, oh, all these people have to change their childish in- intre- interests. They make them dorks. Like, change it. But I think it was true to him, and I think he should have kept the hair. But I think that also further went to show that, like, he he got lost in the sauce. He got lost in the sauce. <laughs> I, so what your takeaway is that, like, he, like, became, like, a worse version of himself by the end? I don't think he became a worse version. I think he did what he needed to to get where he deserved. Like. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He had to, like, play into how other people saw him, which he's a downer. Like, <laughs> but, yeah. 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 Huh, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> I think that's pretty much all we have to say. Start talking about different topics. Mix it up a little. Or, like, adjacent things too dope. Oh, uh, have you watched any, like, 90s shows? All of them. Are you a fan of the 90s? <laughs> Do you know, um... That 90s show? <laughs> oh, no. Um, you know Beverly Hills Cop? That's a... That's a... I thought you were going to say Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs> Friend, oh my gosh, yes, Beverly Hills Chihuahua with a taco. I, I never realized they have Mexican accents because I, I, you know, like I I'm, know I'm half Mexican, so my dad, you know, has a Mexican accent or er, Spanish accent. I don't know, like, I feel like they're, the, they're, they, have, they have different accents. Yeah, the Mexican Spanish is different from like Spain, like, 
I oh, I forgot how to speak Spanish, guys. This is my first language, and I forgot. Oh, yeah. I'm in Spanish one right now, though, and I'm killing it, killing it. But yeah, I didn't realize they had accents because I didn't realize like my dad had accents. And looking back, I'm like, that's. I only heard the accent in the male Chihuahua. Yeah, I. It's <laughs> so creepy and unsettling if you look at I it. I love that show. I not it was a movie. show movies. Yeah. yeah, I was invested. I think my dad liked the show too. Yeah, I want um. I, I remember there was, I think I watched like two of them or something with my friend. Mm. And we rewatched them like recently. So that oh, was funny. Yeah. Oh, like based on uh, another movie about like Mexico. I, I When I first watched Coco, I hated it. I don't know why I hated it. But my dad really loved it. So he kept on watching it over and over. And now like I've learned to love it and I'll just put it on in my free time. I love Coco now. And I used to be like heartless when watching like the sad scenes. I was like, ah, I don't care about him. But now like I almost cry every single time because it's really like Mama Coco is forgetting. Like, I haven't seen that one in a while. Maybe we should watch it. We should. It's a sad movie. Yeah. Um, the downer. But it's okay. He's got his family in the end. Yeah. Familia es todo. <laughs> they say that in Breaking. Wait, no. Do they say that in Breaking Bad? Yeah, they do. The um, what's his name? What's his name? Hector Salamanca. Salamanca? I don't know what I'm saying like that. But, like, Hector Salamanca, and then, like, they're talking about how family is everything. Hector was kind of a bad dude. I don't know if you knew that. I don't know. Is that the guy who got his face blown off? No, that, that was Gustavo Fring. Gustavo. Oh, yeah, there's a chef. We got it at a goodwill. Oh, that's a bad story. <laughs> yeah, there was... But then we got Gustavo. Yeah, that's Gustavo the upside. a statue, a metal statue of a chef man holding yeah. wine. He's very plump. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a circle. And he's got a very, very tall chef. Oh, yeah, and I've got this guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a, a pepper shaker. A pepper shaker, yeah. Or salt and pepper, yeah, you're um, right. I'm trying to remember his name. I can't remember his name. I so. forgot. Maybe his name should Alberto. be Fring. Oh, yeah, Alberto. Alberto. Yes. Have you ever been to Alberto's? It's a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. It's by Taco Bell. <laughs> Is that also a Mexican? I love Taco Bell. I I've know. been there like four times. I don't know how it's considered Mexican food though, Taco Bell. Yeah, Honestly, I love it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, people get like mad when things aren't authentic food, but who thought Taco Bell was authentic <laughs> in the first place? <laughs> if you're gonna that think, if you're gonna think an authentic Mexican restaurant, then why would you name it Taco Bell? Like, I don't hear any bells. I need, I need to go and visit Mexico sometime. I know my dad's going this summer, but I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, you're going to Hawaii. I, well, we're all going to Hawaii, but he's going to, going to Mexico. Based on, like... I wonder if by the, like, final episode, we'll g have given away all the things, all the places where we don't live, so people will know where we do live, because based on this conversation, people can rule out that I live in Hawaii, I live in Mexico. Wow, you know, like, there's a whole world? I know, but, like, well, the not, not a lot of things... The like, suburbs, people... um, especially American suburbs, are a lot different than other places. That's true. Like... Yeah, my my cousins are coming over from France. Mm -hmm. They're gonna be so shocked because their suburbs. They live in the suburbs, uh -huh. and it's very different where they uh, live. How the, is it like? Like, they're all their houses are stacked on top of each other, and oh. they they touch. 
Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and m- my cousins are rich, so they bought the house right next to them mm-hmm. and demolished the walls. So now it's an even bigger house, and they have a pool in their backyard. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. It, yeah, it is very... Di- I don't. I guess I don't really know about the suburbs in Mexico, because my dad grew up in Irapuato, and it's like a pretty dangerous city. It was not a great place to grow up. So, um... My family has, like, a biggish house there, but that's because there's, like, multiple generations under one roof. There's, like, three generations, and it's, like, a big family. Yeah, it's, like, it's kind of, yeah, I really like it, but it's, like, a poorer place. But next to it is Guanajuato, and it's really good. I, it's really fun. I like it. That's the fun fact. That's where the movie of Coco was based off of. It comes full circle. I was, I was driving in mm-hmm. Washington. Yeah. And um, oh yeah. <laughs> and there was this, this, there was this there was this sign on this town that passed the highway, and it said. Um, Twilight Town. Twilight because Town. Because there was that was the main attraction. Edward or what's his name? Edward and Bella and. Oh, I thought his name was Edwin for a second. <laughs> sounds... I never was allowed to read Twilight. It, in the it's... fifth grade, I was like, "Oh, mom, this book looks interesting. They're giving it away for free." And it was one of the Twilight books, and my mom was like, "No," so I never read it, and I feel like I was spared. A lot of my teachers talk about the Twilight book, and it makes me uncomfortable that they've sat down and read all the books and watch the movies. One of my teachers, I told him I thought he looked like he seemed like he'd be on Tumblr and he still like really holds holds that grudge against me. He, I've never seen him look so offended. He turned around. He went, I haven't been on that site for more than a decade. And But I called it. I, I knew he was on there at some point. Yeah, uh, you guys are on Tumblr. Like you and like a few of your friends. Listen, <laughs> listen. I didn't a- know what Tumblr was until you guys. <laughs> it's a, it's, I, I know what it is it's now. It's a dark place for me okay so um back to the movie that we watched Um, we kind of sidetracked because a little bit yeah but um what is your final rating for this movie overall i thought it was really good but you're right like even though i feel like it was an artistic choice it was a little confusing and all over the place and as a as a resident child as a resident minor this some of the scenes made me a little uncomfortable yeah it's r-rated yeah um, so, I'll give it, like, okay, I don't want to start too high, but I don't want to, like, I feel like it had a really good message. I'm, I'm, I'm a harsh critic, I think. I think I'm going to give don't... it a 7 out of 10. Okay, so we're going out of 10. Okay. Okay, oh, wait, is it supposed to be out of 5? I was doing, like, 5 stars, but it doesn't really matter. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, 10 makes it more versatile. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What are you thinking? I'm thinking about this. Because... Yeah, I think, for me, I, I would rather, instead of going along with the protagonist and being yeah. confused the whole time, I would rather be, like, a little bit of a, like, a viewer of yeah. the situation. I think I enjoy that more because I feel more secure. So I think that aspect of it being kind of everywhere um, was a little bit Everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> it, was a, it was a little bit off-putting. But, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, I'll give it... I'll give it a 7 out of yeah. 10. That seems like a good rating because I would recommend it to people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't watch it again. I don't yeah, think. I, I feel like the disorganization played to the strengths of the theme, but it kind of hindered the movie and its enjoyability. Yeah, which, like, watchable. Yeah, because I didn't... I, yeah, I felt a little lost, so... Yeah, maybe if I watched it again, I would, like, pick up on some more yeah. things. I wasn't really looking at the screenplay at overall, mm-hmm. like, the directing. It was... The directing was good, and it was noticeably good. Like, it wasn't yeah. just... 
It wasn't just there, mm-hmm. and it was good. And I feel like the it, you definitely knew the disorganization was intended, but it's still, like, a choice that, like, hindered the movie a little bit. Yeah. I like the actors. Oh, yeah, the actors were good. I like I like the the oh, dude yeah. that was in Spider-Man. The, yeah, that guy who was in Grand Baptiste Hotel. I, yeah, we like him, we like mm, him. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, um... Who else did a good job in the movie? I don't, I'm, the main character definitely did a good job. Yeah. I, I like the, the, like, SoundCloud rapper dude with oh, the weird sister, funny. like, yeah. Lily's, Lizzie, Lily's brother. Mm-hmm. He was a funny man. Uh, okay, here's one more thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I find it really interesting how movies portray social media. Mm, yeah, like, yeah. In this movie, there was, like... Like clips and stuff everywhere. Well, I feel like because I feel like it's set in like 2015 because like Bitcoin and all that stuff. Yeah. So I feel like that was that was of the time of the era, you know. Yeah, I guess. But it's still like I don't I don't know I haven't been on the this side of the YouTube of YouTube, but I don't think there are people just posting like videos of them like at a party like on YouTube. That's more like an Instagram. Yeah, thing. it was like weird on YouTube. Yeah. And, I don't know, it's just, I find it interesting how movies portray uh, yeah. social media. I don't, it was very interesting. In yeah. 2015, I was like, I don't know, like a, a little, little yeah, tot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, wait, when, when was 2015 in reference to my birth? The most important thing, you know, before my birth, they called it BK, also known as the Burger King era. <laughs> After my birth, they called it AK, as in AK-47. But it actually stands for before Karina and after Karina. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you've had this in your back pocket. No, I just thought of this. I know, I'm so creative. I'm like basically a creative well, genius. Well, overall, I think we had a good time watching mm-hmm. the movie, even good though time. we were a little bit, at least I was a little bit confused. I, I was a little confused. Yeah. Um, uh, 7 yeah. out of 10. 7 out of 10. That's, that's Sol- a solid start solid to our movies. Movie. Yeah, like. Interesting, interesting. I know. So, yeah, that's that's it for this episode. Yeah. Uh, one more thing before we go. We have an Instagram that is now up and running. If you want to go check that out, we'll be posting polls for what movies we're going to talk about next and content we think you guys will like. It won't just be information about when podcast episodes are coming out. It will be interesting things we think you guys like. We also have an email that is up and running. It's bagelbitesbabbles at gmail.com if you want to send us any information about like things you think we should talk about things we should do better you could also dm us on our instagram so yeah go check that out um this one it wasn't too long because we don't really have a format for this yeah so we're just i'll talk longer next time (laughs) i love talking yeah we'll see so for now, stay crispy and and, and bye, bye. bagel. Bye. Toodles. Bye.